Okay. Hello and welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Selat. And this is Kalina. And we're a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, we're happy to be back with you today, uh, reading another sexy-ass book and discussing Holy it. Holy sexy shit, man. This <laughs> fucking book was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah. so If you guys didn't sexy. read this one in Shame advance, on you. Uh, I would say stop the episode, go read the book, and then come back and listen. Go read the book, pull your panties back up. Hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go take a well, shower. Just don't even try to have panties when you <laughs> yeah. read the book. Actually, yes. <laughs> you don't need them. They combust anyway. It's not. There's just yeah. silliness. <laughs> go in without panties, guys. That's uh, that's our suggestion for this one. Like but. from the fucking beginning. Oh my god. <laughs> It just, it doesn't stop. It's like instantaneously. I was like, oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't wait. Like, I, I was almost done when I text you. And then you were like, uh, I just started. I'm like, oh, my God, you just wait. My tongue's like hanging out of my face. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. All right. So, quickie. All right. Mm-hmm. I forgot I had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's easy to forget. I had one. What was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Have you ever? <laughs> Did you like my series? That, that look on your face was awesome. <laughs> Do you have a religious kink? Oh. <laughs> like father <gasps> nun kind of cosplay or, oh. you know, like spank my daddy. Like mm. priest and Catholic schoolgirl. <laughs> I'm always like I'm always for the forbidden love, right? Mm-hmm. The we just can't cross that path because I'm not supposed to. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to. Like the monk or the priest. We haven't had like a nun story yet. <laughs> no. So, I think the sound of music's the closest I've ever gotten to one. Uh I mean I I guess that would be I don't have one it like specifically. Can you hear my kid? No. Okay. <laughs> They were playing video games and yelling across the rooms from each other. So if anybody hears kids, that's what's happening. I swear I'm in a room where I could say the fuck word. Okay. <laughs> Not that we ever right. cuss in front of the children. Right. right. Like they've never heard that word before. Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I don't know, like, particularly if it's like a religious kink but i do yeah i do like the that uh the trope i guess of like mm-hmm. the really hot forbidden priest or friar or whoever it is or the mm-hmm. you know the one that's been celibate for so long and then he just meets the one and he just wants to like fuck her but can't i love it i think it's you great. say like friar and all i ever can picture is like friar tuck from <laughs> fucking robin Hood, like the big no, that's round right. dude he just, with a bald head and yeah like a, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, friars, okay, so <laughs> yeah, those friars. Well, I've also I've seen uh, anime. Anime, oh, okay, got, yeah. <laughs> Does it have sexy friars? <laughs> They've got sexy friars. Okay, not all of them. Actually, most of them are not. Most of them are like the mole from Robin Hood. Was he a mole? What was he? I feel like he might have been some kind of like uh, a. I was gonna say badger, badger? but maybe maybe mole. Yeah, maybe. one of those. One of those blind animals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird. He I love that we wasn't both... the sexy ass fox. Oh that's no, for sure. <laughs> I love that that's the Robin Hood that you and I are referring to, and not There's any only of one... the million other Robin Hoods. Only are. one Robin Hood in my world, and it is animated <laughs> and the Disney Robin Hood. That fox is sexy. Yeah, he and is. Okay, the animators made a snake cross his arms, and it's the fucking best. Oh my god, they did. Yeah, that dude. Like at one point, the snake puts both like. And manages to have arms somehow and cross something like that. And you're like, that is the greatest snake oh, animation I've ever seen. It is good. And that rooster who can sing mm. with his guitar. It's got a beautiful voice. Yes. Yeah. No, that was uh, perfection. The greatest. All right. <laughs> what about you? Do you have <laughs> um, I don't typically because I have a pretty strong like aversion to organized religion as I a mean, thing. I'm not a fan, but between this book and 80s, I was like, damn, sexy Aspreys who crossed the line might be a secret thing I didn't know I had. I fucking (laughs) forgot about that guy. Right. (laughs) Joaquin. Joaquin. 
which is in, yeah in eighties uh, Untamed or whichever one unclaimed, we unclaimed unclaimed I've yeah I've read the too many of hers now yeah. I don't know all the names <laughs> yes oh you know those but yeah so between stupid. these two books I was just like oh I find tortured priests who aren't giving in to their desires kind mm-hmm. of sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> no, pretty damn sexy. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why you were hoping you guys read this book with us because it is fucking sexy as shit, which brings us to our yes. book. Obsession. Obsession. The Mate Games. Yes. It's by Kim Lorraine and Meg Ann and like a plethora of fucking narrators. So many narrators. So there's Stella Hunter, Jason Clark, J.F. Harding, James Joseph, Aaron Shedlock, and I guess a guest speaker or a guest narrator, Shane East. We don't know which 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 is which. We know Stella because she does all the girl voices. But all the other guys, we do not know. (laughs) We don't know which one's which. I feel like... That should have been. I'm sure it is somewhere. Told to us somewhere. But I I'm trying to think back to the other times I've had full cast narration, mm-hmm. and I always think at the end there's a quick like rundown of who voiced who. Oh, I wonder I don't... if it is. Well, I also think that maybe some of these um, narrators still did multiple characters. Oh, really? I think so because I think there was probably more than five types of men characters because there was roommates and then like. The god the, and the not the god, the person that uh, <laughs> Caleb spoke with at the very end, and you know what I mean. So the kidnappers, yeah, the hunters, and so I bet that's okay. But they still should have given us who gave, like, who was at least the, the main, main character. Yeah, I think it, yeah, because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Not knowing is weird. I it, don't know. it is. <laughs> anyway, so yes, this is obsession. And it's book one of a four book series called The Mate Games. Does it end on book four? I'm pretty sure. I feel like as I watched them put the books out, that was like the arc. And they okay. were like, this is the final one. Let me just double check. As much as I love this book, I do appreciate that because I want it to end so that I can be like satisfied and like move on to a different series instead of waiting for book 17 to come out. Yeah, no, I think this is a four, just a four story arc. Oh, great. I love that. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I... Uh, I've gotten kind of over series that are like into infinity. It's just too much. I'm like, it's too much. I want to be able to jump in and out of a series. Yes. Read all that exists of it and then move on with my life. Exactly. I just want to know the story and be done and move on to the next one. But anyway, so that's what we read. And I'm not going to do a very in-depth cliff notes. I feel like everyone should just read this book, listen to the book either way. But basically, we meet Sunday Fallon. She is the heir to the Fallon werewolf clan pack clan grouping flock (laughs) flock it's a flock of werewolves werewolves. (laughs) and but she has a problem because she can't shift so her grandfather is sending her away to blackthorn academy which is for it's like postgraduate studies for the paranormal world so (laughs) witches and and werewolves and uh vampires and fairy and Demons and Norse gods and, you know, just the, the plethora of things are <laughs> all attend there and they kind of learn, well, they do like the normal history stuff about the pack and the clan mm-hmm. and the hierarchy of their world. And then also like relation, it feels kind of like a, like if you imagined all of the world leaders, kids going to school together to learn how to do international relations. I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You could say that. Is it sort of a different take on like the Academy YA? Yeah, it's a it's definitely things? older. She's 23, so we have cross we're completely in the A, not no yeah, Y. This no. is not there's no Y here. Although they do act like high schoolers. Uh there's a fucking prom, <laughs> bitches. This yes, shit is high I school. <laughs> It's high school for 23-year-olds. It is high school for 23-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, at one point we get a note, will you go to the dance with yes. me? Yes or yes. That's exactly what it was. And so that's yeah, there's, there's high school. school moments. Definitely. But they are 23 or older. 
So that's that's good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she can't shift. She's showing up to school late. She's like, Ugh, this is sucks. Like, everything is awful. But she's basically been held, you know, kind of captive on her pack lands for the past five years. Mm-hmm. And so she really hasn't had much of a life. So she's at least getting a chance to get out and meet people and see things and figure some stuff out. She's hoping this is going to help her unlock her witch. Then wolf. we meet her wolf. <laughs> Thank you. Not her witch. <laughs> But what it does unlock for her is her sexuality. Hells, yeah, it does. <laughs> so Ooh. she starts immediately getting pretty hot and heavy with four different men that she's interested in. You well, yeah, on and off. Because one of them's a long-standing issue. It's Kingston. He is supposed to be her mate, like her fated mate in the in werewolf the, world. The wolf. They're pack mates together. Like he's the head of a different pack than hers, and they were gonna unite the packs and become the strongest werewolf pack in the history. And he definitely feels the mate tie to her, and she does feel it to him. But she rejected him back when they were teenagers, and he's been an asshole ever since. Because you know. Teenage boys don't handle rejection well. Yes. Turns out. Especially no, spoiled like alpha yes. ones. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she he's bouncing around. He kind of still likes her. He's still mad at her. He's dealing with his emotions. She's still rejecting him at every turn just because she sucks sometimes. I mean, she's awesome, but she also has issues. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She can't figure her own shit out. Um, <laughs> then there's Caleb, who is a former priest turned vampire who teaches theology and also apparently punishment uh, at this adult college academy yes. <laughs> for adults there who also that get told to uh, get spanked, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> bare butt with bare hands. Oh. Anyway, we're going to get to that point. We can't, we can't stop <laughs> We now can't, not that. right now. <laughs> and then there's Alec, who is a Norse god mm-hmm. of some sort. Who's here? Just I don't have a lot of info on him yet. We really don't get his story much. He just seems really cool and kind of like chill. I like that. And then Noah Blackthorn, who is the heir to the Blackthorn Vampire Clan. And uh, basically, that's where this place is named after anyway. And he basically throws away his entire vampire lineage to become a outcast and declare that she's his mate, as a, even though she's a werewolf. So mm-hmm. those are her guys. People are trying to kidnap her. She kind of like sometimes deals with it. She's starting to learn her wolf thing. It comes, it goes. She does have power. She's super strong, but she's really into all of these men and she mm-hmm. can't decide what to do about it. She's definitely with Noah for most of the book. But she has this, like, dalliances with, you know, interest in the other three. And she's trying to – some prophecy has kind of indicated to her she has to make a choice. And if she makes the wrong choice, the world will end. But maybe the choice is all of them or maybe the choice is none of them. We're not sure. It's very complicated. (laughs) And also, it's really not about that. It's about sex. (laughs) Oh, no. This whole book is about that. Like, there's this whole underlying story with, like, shit happening and the apocalypse and seals being broken. But – yeah, it may or may not be Armageddon. Yeah, we don't know. Probably is, though. There's, like, super sexy shit happening, and that's all we care about. <laughs> that's the point of this That's why books. we're here, folks. I kind of like it. Is this book considered a harem? Like, is it, say, a reverse harem on there anywhere? Um, it's gotta be, right? It has to be. And I really, I have to say, I have, I really like the take on this type of a harem. Because oh, super interesting. I, we got to talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Get, get okay. there. Sorry, yeah, I jumped oh, no. on you. Yes, <laughs> it is okay. definitely a reverse harem in, is one of its genres that okay. it's labeled under. Which I think is perfectly fitting. But all of the other reverse harems that we've had, it's just like, oh, five dicks at once i mean like you get the introduction to them but it and it happens in a smaller time frame you know and they are already friends yes or besties of some sort right yeah like even in 80s where they had a history and like Mm -hmm. one of them was like pretending not to be part of the group anymore or whatever he was he was off being a bad guy of the island but still they were friends who knew yep. each other and like she was their queen or mm-hmm. goddess in the whatever. Past of whatever. And then in the uh vampires. The vampire yeah, the the Julianne Julie Morgan. Morgan one. They were they're always friends. They're the like five best friends or four best or friend brothers. vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or brothers or whatever. And then they bring in a lady, right? Uh-huh. 
I'm loving the narration Me of, too. or like the narrative that she is out in her world collecting her mates yes. and bringing them to her and being like, you two hate each other, but I don't give a rat's ass because you're <laughs> both going to be my mates. Yes. And you're going to have to learn to deal with it and share. I, I love it so much because, I mean, like, even she befriend her roommate becomes her friend, and that's the witch, Moira. Mm-hmm. And Moira is the one that's like, look, you fuckers, she eventually is going to need all of you guys, and you guys are just going to have to deal with it because she's being hunted, and you all love her. You all want to fuck her. She wants to fuck all of you. So just deal <laughs> with it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't like it, but okay. Their accents are way sexier and better than mine. But both yes and no. Uh, it- I wanted to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to get to that. We have to get to that. <laughs> but but I do like the take on this because we were like, when we, particularly with the vampire ones, the um, Julian Morgan ones, I liked those books. They were super sexy. But they were like, bam, seriously, all the dicks at once, right? You've got all like the dicks. 20 minutes of this guy, 20 minutes of this guy, and then all of a sudden, all five of them are on her. <laughs> Which And know, again, it's, not a, it's too many dicks. They, they, outnumber, dicks. they outnumber the yeah. orifices. It's, yes, uh, there's it's a lot. There was only <laughs> one other book that we had where I'm not sure if it was even a harem, but it was when she went to the school and she had all these love interests, but she only got to fuck one of the guys. Um, oh, prison. Yeah. Inmate. Supernatural inmate. That one. That one, I think, ends up being a harem. We just didn't continue on in that series, but yeah. No, but I think that was the closest. But I really like the introduction of this one because she does, like she, in this book, she does end up fucking Noah, who's the thorn, the blackthorn vampire. Yeah, she also has a a couple of scenes with Caleb. Oh my God, those were fucking great scenes. (sighs) But yes, she does have a couple of scenes. No intercourse. We don't call oral sex oral sex. I mean, it's sex. It's not intercourse. It's not intercourse. Okay. It's not yeah. penis and vagina. Right. It is not right. But right? he ate the shit out of her. Oh, so. no. He totally did. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. We're doing this. She's like, okay. Yes, father. But anyway, this slow introduction to all of these men that are going to be in her lives, I think it's a really good slow procession into what's going to be a really fucking awesome, hot ass reverse harem that she's going to have between all of these really hot men. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really do like it. I, it's interesting. And yeah, we haven't had one like this before. And even Mm-mm. the ones I've read outside of our podcast have always leaned more towards the dudes like know each other and are cool. Mm-hmm. And are just like, hey, we happen to have mated with this other person. Like um, Zoe has one, the, the raccoons, oh, <laughs> shifters. Yeah, yeah, those are and they're the like raccoons. a team of shifter you know they're just a team uh, you know a black ops special forces team and then they run into this girl and are like we love you we oh all love God. you and so you know and she's oh. tried to figure it all out which is good but god it's fun to have this because like it it was awkward in this in the book because mm-hmm. they don't like each other and you're like no. how are we gonna end up with all these dudes it's really really Honest- interesting yeah i like, like the tension between that because it this is like an extension of that trope that i like where it's the forbidden love right where it's just like are you really only meant to just be with one person not in this world at least mm-hmm. not for sunny oh yeah not for sunny sunny's pretty obviously got it bad for all of them so and they've got that it was actually it. something i wanted to talk to you about like I thought was a good conversation to have because in like at the beginning fine she's just fantasizing about whoever strikes her fantasy mm-hmm. or like you know her her interests you know oh I see Caleb all right I go home fantasize about him or like run into Th- you know uh, Noah in the library go home fantasize about him fine whatever but yeah. once she gets together with Noah you know she keeps fantasizing about everyone else because she's their I mean, mates, right? That's on, what the whole book is. <laughs> but has that ever been a thing for like you? Like, do you ever been in a relationship where you're still like fantasizing about other people outside of it? Oh, yeah. And honestly, I do that now. Like, because mm-hmm. I have these book boyfriends, right? And I have celebrity crushes. Mm-hmm. And and celebrities are real people. I know these book boyfriends are fake. Like, they're not real. But like... And celebrities are real people. But, if, but especially if you're fake. fantasizing like on a <laughs> character that they play, that that's not real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me, it's usually... It is usually the actual actor. Oh, okay. Then, versus yeah. then. So, like, it's not Superman. It's Henry Cavill. It's not Geralt. It's Henry Cavill. Oh, you no. It's I mean? fucking Geralt. I mean, Fuck Geralt is great. I want Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them both <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> 
But uh, no, but you know what I mean. So like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I do, and there might it always crosses my mind, and I don't, I don't want to say this is the pervert in me. I just think that this is a regular human experience. Is sometimes when I meet somebody or see somebody, I be like, I bet that guy fucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, of course, I, I bet. Like he's wearing nice jeans. Mm. I bet he fucks. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, like Dan and I talk about this sometimes. He's just like, and he likes to joke with his friends. He's like, damn, I would disappoint her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a really hot girl <laughs> he's like damn i would disappoint her but i you know sure oh and it, and that's it's, fucking hilarious oh, it's, it's great and sometimes i'll be like if i meet somebody and i become acquaintance with them and they are like now part of some type of group that i'm in i'm like yeah i wonder i wonder how that would be and it would be like either in, in crossing or i'll dream because i dream mm-hmm. every single night i'll have a dream about them but it doesn't get to the point of like obsession <laughs> Well, or anything obviously i'm married but no. still you know i it does it it does cross my mind and i do have yeah. i guess you could, you could call them fantasies sure sure and i was thinking that too because she kept saying like she said it like at least two or three times that i picked up in the book why am i still thinking about other guys now that i'm with noah mm-hmm. and i'm just like because we all think about other people all the time <laughs> like i didn't think that in and of itself was as big of a sign that she had problems as she seemed to think it was right right, right? Mm-hmm. she's like i should only fantasize about Noah now that I'm definitely with Noah and I'm like uh oh I'm gonna have to disagree with her on that because one you are entitled to your own thoughts if you act on it and you agree on a monogamous relationship then yes you can't physically go out and act on it but what happens in your psyche the fantasies that you cross in your brain I think are totally appropriate absolutely and I'd be like how yeah we wouldn't I wouldn't be technically I guess allowed to read these books then no that's true (laughs) if I had to think of these books as somehow cheating cheating (laughs) yeah because these books are hot and they take on a life of their own in my head absolutely I mean like Uh, think about like maybe this is just a different context but people who watch porn yeah exactly you're you're getting off on watching other people have sex and like Mm -hmm. really attractive people have sex you know like Mm -hmm. or not really attractive people but like you know at least hot ladies I know about all those guys (laughs) yeah sometimes it's like (laughs) oh but those close up on the balls man very interesting You're not a porn watcher either. Like, I'm nope. not. I don't watch it. Uh, I, used I to have hate these books the way. For this oh no, you're totally purpose. right. I used to hate the way penises and balls look, but now I fucking love them. <laughs> I think they're so great. Yeah, no, they're on the screen. They, well, and they're all a whole different ball game, right? Literally, each one. <laughs> <laughs> Two different ball games. <laughs> They're just, they are. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's another example of it, right? It's where it's mm-hmm. like appropriate. And I don't know, like, obviously other couples would have or people would have different opinions about that. I think maybe, not. I think, I know there are people out there who don't like it when their partner watches porn or thinks about or looks at other people. I don't care. I'm not that person. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a bit of insecurity there and like controlling issues Mm -hmm. that can kind of come up it depends on how bad it is like yeah you know if you really don't like it and you really try to tell them not to not great i don't think it's like the same thing where people who like every once in a while you'll read like a article or a reddit or something about like i don't like that my boyfriend still masturbates and you're like that's a whole different situation. <laughs> like, like, be thankful is you masturbation can't be 100%, and not. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, no one is 100% for yeah. – that's just – it's different than sex. It's a mm-hmm. different thing. And sometimes you're just like, I just need to do this for me and not deal with sex. Yeah. Or a, right? a whole other person. Yeah. I can't I can't put energy into that. No. Because I, <laughs> I just want this real get fast. Off. I need something that doesn't talk back. And that's my <laughs> hand. <laughs> or the magical air that has been <sighs> yes. the, sec- the, the sucky toys the, that have the, been created lately. Toys. Oh, why are those the greatest invention ever? <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> You guys, oh. it's sickening how wonderful those fucking toys are. Anyway, we can't we can't talk about that. We, have we could have it. multiple episodes of us just talking about how awesome <laughs> those toys are. Anyway. Jesus. So, yes. What else? Uh, yeah. This book is sexy. Uh, yeah. the, <laughs> a good chunk of it, though, you were right, is what we would call blue lady balls because mm. 
it's a lot of like Sexual almost tension and like tension pieces and like moments that then don't go all the way and you're just like no. and she's frustrated as hell and oh. you're like bitch i am I too <laughs> <laughs> she's frustrated the guys are frustrated the readers are fucking frustrated but sometimes the tension is so much like too much in, where it's just like over the top i think we do get the satisfaction in the end here but you know like like you said just a little bit earlier where sunny's like should i be having these thoughts with somebody else or about somebody else while i'm with noah because it doesn't seem right but all of these men are just like literally in her face all the time <laughs> every time she turns to the fucking corner there they are and they're not afraid to tell her that they want to fuck her like you guys should hear like listen to <laughs> listen to the fucking dialogue that's in these books with some of these narrators and it's like holy shit and they're just like up front in front of other people i will fuck you don't worry i want you to scream my name and just like abruptly you can't help but to think about like all the time that's all all their conversations are about and i'm (laughs) like this is the school they're in class they're in class they're in history class (laughs) with other supernatural animals that i'm sure can hear and smell just as well as you can the teacher could hear and he put a silent spell on the three of them (laughs) because they wouldn't shut up about their sex life awesome i think that's the one piece that's kind of funny for this book is like the setting is super weird i agree did how did you feel about it's been an a minute it's been quite a while since we've had this young of a character yeah it has been a while we've been into the like more mature characters for Mm -hmm. a while now well and the great thing is is that we get the sex (laughs) right they didn't give our our mature lady sex and i'm like yeah. The next fucking reverse harem I better read better be a 40-year-old getting all her rocks off like, with, like, I, some hot-ass dudes. Fucked this way and that way all the time. That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, I mean, I, d- I didn't, I think, <laughs> I think what sort of excused the, like, high school tendencies in this it was that they were adults that yeah, they're young adults they're 23 yeah but i think that was the only thing but other than that it really was just like an academy for really young people who didn't know what they wanted who they wanted what they want to do with their mm-hmm. life because they're just finding their own you know well and we have like so many of the tropes the mean princess vampire mm. who's supposed mm. to be who's the assigned mate for noah who then gets <laughs> decapitated yeah she does bye <laughs> Bye, but she, t- you know, she pulls all the standard prissy jealous bitch girl, yes. jealous shit, mean girl, mean yeah. girl bullshit, and you know, we just get a lot of that. Yeah, like really, oh yeah, the best friend that is like the friend that everybody fucking needs in their life. Well, and the quirky lesbian best friend. Yeah, the quirky lesbian <laughs> best friend. Which, yeah, I mean, like you find those standard stereotypes in lots of books yeah so to me that wasn't much different than like other academy books that we've ever read and uh, it's a virgin yeah i know i wasn't in love with that yeah it wasn't but i do like that it wasn't a big deal i agree it wasn't such a thing where it was just like do you think she gave it to the right one like noah being first of the four i mean now that i know that a seal is broken i'm gonna go with no but I feel like she made the wrong choice on that uh, as far as fate and the world goes. But uh, honestly, I don't really have a problem with any of those guys. I did with Kingston at first. Well, yeah, the, we're not the, supposed to like him. We're not supposed to like him. Because he does come off as an asshole. Mm-hmm. He says horrible things. And you listen to her story and what her experiences with him as, you know, when they were younger. Mm-hmm. But then you listen to the epilogue, not the epilogue. I did the- not listen to. I don't listen to the next oh, that's chapters. Right, you don't. Well, you listen to it. And let me tell you, I did not get the same reaction. Like, I didn't get that Kingston's an asshole from that beginning part. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And even by the end, I don't think he was. Yeah. I think he was. He was well, hurt. Because this is, he was rejected. And I mm-hmm. think we haven't had, we only had one rejected mate story anyway. And mm-hmm. that one didn't, we haven't even had the climax on that one. So we don't no. know how it's going to turn out. fuck on that one either. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right. They didn't fuck. No, he just ate her out for a long time because they were on that world where it was like mating season. <laughs> Remember? And she just couldn't, like, control herself. Yes. And so he was just like, don't oh, worry. Fucking, I'll, yes. I'll help you get orgasms for the next three days or however long they were stuck. I forgot <laughs> about that. I really, in my head, she fucked that beast man and I was all not yet. in it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, we were that all That hasn't it. happened yet. That did not. And we have to get back to that. But oh. anyway, <laughs> but... <laughs> 
But yeah, so we haven't done that. And I think this is a good, because this is like, this book has like every trope that's ever been written Ooh. into. <laughs> it does actually. Into all of them. But that's where I was thinking, King, you know, Kingston was. Because again, it happened when they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. At the time, he didn't know she couldn't shift yet. And that was why she rejected him. Yeah. Not him, really. She's just trying to keep the fact that she can't shift hidden a little longer. Right. I think so. Because if you accept the mate, you have to shift. Mm-hmm. And that she wouldn't have been able to do that. So it would have been obvious right then. So she tried to, you know, save face a little bit for her clan, which I don't know why her grandfather would put her through a mating ritual, a potential mating ritual if, she, if he knew she couldn't shift. Maybe he was trying to prompt it. I was wondering about that too. Yeah, but that's not the way to do shit anyway. But whatever. It, it almost seems kind of like... Like maybe his idea was because this is where I think this is headed. I could totally be way off course, but her wolf needs Kingston, obviously. Oh, hundred percent. He needs. So I think when that happens, she won't be latent anymore. Oh no! The second they get together, she's gonna have a wolf. She's, she's, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the wolf is gonna be able. That's next book too, by the way, everyone. Oh, is Kingston part two? Part two is re- uh, yeah, book two is rejected, which is Kingston. So I don't think to answer your question, I don't I don't know if Thorn was the wrong one noah i don't think noah was the wrong one i don't i think all of them are going to be right but well, for I, certain different reasons you know okay. what i mean i get you well maybe that's when we do our kiss and tell now because yeah i i think you're right that it doesn't really matter i just wasn't as into noah i was just like this guy's not doing it for me at all Noah and- was number four for me out of yeah. the, i have them listed in the order that i like I think if I had to pick, I would have picked Alec. Yes. I would have definitely been like, you know what? You guys are all way more intense than I need. And I think Alec just seems fun. And I'm going to go fuck him first. I I think you're right. I think you're right about that. However, if that were to happen, I would have liked more story with Alec. Oh, obviously. That's why he can't be the first one. We know very little about him. I just... I felt like his vibe was cooler and I liked it. <laughs> Maybe it starts off with the least favorite to the favorite because I have a feeling it's going in the order of my reverse. So yours is Caleb, Caleb Alec, is number one, Kingston, Alec, Kingston, Noah. Noah. What's yours? Alec, Caleb, <laughs> Kingston, Noah. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys know for all of our returning listeners, for our kiss and tell for reverse harems, we like to show or talk about who our favorite guy is out of all of the pack mm-hmm. or out of all of the choices. And I always love the broody, quiet men who aren't supposed to fall in love. Those are always my favorite. So Caleb is my favorite. Plus, there were some oh intensely hot shit scenes oh, with Oh, we're going to have to get to the Caleb stuff. But the reason he's not my first is because he's still a little bit too... Dom. He's a little too Dom for me, right? He's too do what I say, get Uh on your knees, you know, listen to me. Like, I'm going to spank you a little bit too Dom, and I'm not that into Dom and sub. Yes. Roles. And so I love, even though he's the one we know the very littlest about. (laughs) He's the playful one. But he seems much more fun. And as much as she's had going on in her life up to this point, I feel like if I were her, I'd be like, these two, Noah and Kingston, who are like declaring that I am their mate out the gate, like, right? I mean... She'd spent all of like a day or two talking to King or talking to Noah before he like ran off home and mm-hmm. declared himself to be a traitor to his kind and and get the traitor mark so he could mate her. And yep. I'm like, buddy, let's <laughs> rewind a minute. I just feel it. I can tell. That's a lot. <laughs> And I haven't even had sex yet, so we're going to backburner that. That is the thing. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think there is definitely some truth to that about just have fun for the first one. Just get a couple of, you know, sessions under your belt. Yeah. Figure out what you like. Yeah. I also feel like the sex club for the first time is an intense place to go. I'm like, you guys have a bedroom. Just go there. (laughs) I I thought thought that too. But it wouldn't be as hot a sexy book if we wrote it the way we were talking about it because it'd be funnier and that's what we are we're funnier people however Um, we're not serious (laughs) that's true (laughs) we're not serious people but imagine having an audience even if it's just one person while you're losing your virginity no i don't want to imagine that no no because that would be terrible (laughs) 
it'd be the worst experience. I didn't yeah. even want to be there when I was, uh, f- for lack of a better word, losing virginity, right? So, yeah, you know, we have to use the terminology. We understand <laughs> yeah, that it's a social construct and it doesn't mean anything. But there's just certain terminology to get out. We, we can't bypass just it. to say having sex for your first yeah. time. Yeah, I wouldn't have enjoyed that. Also, as hot as things are written in these books, like, that's just not how a first time goes. So, okay. No, not for the first time. <laughs> But imagine how fucking fun it would be if it was with Alec. Yes, that's what I think. Everything with Alec will be fun. And I was like, fuck Alec. Fuck Alec. (laughs) Fuck Alec. (laughs) And instead she was like, Noah. And I was like, oh, he's so broody and intense. Yeah, he was... (laughs) And I think that's so, I mean, like, Caleb obviously is the most broody and intense. Well, he's a fucking priest. But he's a yeah. priest. And he's had a hard, well, actually. We, we don't, don't know, know shit about we his We don't life. know that all, but <laughs> it seems like he's had a hard past. <laughs> but all of these other princes have, they, well, well, I don't know if Alec is a prince. He is. He's definitely oh, he is? some kind of, okay. like, or, like, godling. Well, he's a godling, for sure. <laughs> but also, the little we do know about him is that his parents have a epic love story uh, in Novosgard, in yeah. his world. And witnessing that, that's all he wants, is, like, that epic, beautiful, like, long-lasting so he's love. full of love. And so that also was attractive to me in a way mm-hmm. that, like, I didn't get that loveyness from Noah. I got obsession. But the book's called Obsession. It's what it was. Like, from the beginning... He's, like, mm-hmm. following her as she runs, you know, takes nighttime runs in the fucking forest, because apparently that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's just, like, hunting her and following her around, and you're like, buddy, back the fuck off. You know, like, he's a little obsessed. And, then, yeah. you know, obviously, that's the book. It's the that's point. the name of the book. I am very worried. By the time we get to Alex's book, I'm going to. It's going to be sadder, and I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> what are What are the names of the book? Because so the next one is rejected, right? Or it's rejection? Re- um, I'm assuming yes. it's rejection. It's rejection, and okay. then it's possession, and then it's temptation. Ah, uh, so yes, so obsession, Those are all rejection, possession, perfect. temptation. Yeah, for all of them, possession. Okay. Possession. For Alec. It's gotta be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, those are fucking brilliantly named. Meeting the characters in this first book and then knowing the titles for each individual book, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Dude, that's fucking brilliant. Kim, you're fucking brilliant. Kim and Meg. Kim that's and awesome. Meg. I like this shit. Oh, and I the, love it. The covers are fucking Oh awesome. my god. Fucking he- I just kept looking at the cover oh. like on my phone, like mm-hmm. I just being like I'm literally sweating. <laughs> like <laughs> No, they were hot. They're fucking hot. They're so good. And we've been like doing, well, not a lot, but more so than we have in the past past in the beginning where we didn't have really the discrete covers. And I've been liking those a lot Mm -hmm. because I like to picture my own characters, but I really loved this one. This one. Mm. Yeah. He's not what I was picturing for Noah, but I still didn't mind looking at whoever that dude is on the cover. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we have to do, we have to talk about Noah and we have to talk about Caleb and their sex scenes. Or they're okay. sexy minutes. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which one do you want to do first? <laughs> um, We could talk about either first. Uh, either doesn't really matter to me. Uh, obviously, he, she gets to ha- have the intercourse with Noah. But I obviously... <laughs> I loved the Caleb scenes. Mm-hmm. I loved them. I thought... All right, let's do the Caleb scenes and then we'll do Noah. So Caleb is this priest who's just on campus. I mean, he keeps saying that he's not a priest anymore because he became a vampire, so he can't be a he's priest. ungodly now. Mm-hmm. Ungodly. He has no soul. Because he was turned right after he became a pastor or whatever, a priest. A priest. Anyway, but he's still obviously a priest. And he, like, works out of a church and he has, like, all of the garb and shit. It's... He's definitely a priest. But um, (laughs) so she's going to him and he's supposed to be working with her like on her mind control, like kind of keeping her, clearing her mind and fighting her wolf. But then he does it in ways like making her kneel on cold floor in skirts and uh, putting her over his knee and paddling her Uh with his bare hand on her bare ass or her pussy because he slaps that shit. Yeah, he does. And then fingers her a little bit and then goes, no, and kicks her out of the room. And I'm like, not fair. 
Yeah. <laughs> totally not fair. <laughs> not fair, buddy. You started that shit. Uh, and then pulls her into a dark room at a... Was that at the prom? That was, was at, at the, the prom. prom. It was yeah. at the, the then, masquerade ball. Yeah, the, yes. And, which and is not prom. Tell- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, our prom was masquerade themed too, That's, bitches. Absolutely it was. And then tells her to be quiet and obey while he eats her out because he just yeah. can't handle how fucking beautiful and hot she is. Yeah. Okay, you're right. There is that Domac aspect of it that I'm not – because I'm not really into that either. It doesn't really turn me on. Oh, and he's, like, way older. He's, like, 38. He's a whole whopping 38 when he became a vampire. When he became a vampire. was hundreds of years ago. So yes. he's even older. He's way – yeah, way, way even older. But, like, Noah's a vampire, but he's a born vampire, so he's only, like, 20-something. Yeah, they're all – yeah, well, actually, we don't know about We Alec. have no idea. Well, we Alec. know th- – about Alec, that's true. We do know Kingston's around her age, too, because yes. he was around 17 when – or 18 when she rejected him. Yeah. So they're all young, and then Caleb is. And I think that's also another reason why I'm more attracted is because he's, like, our age, right? So Right, absolutely. To me, that's like, I'm definitely more attracted to a 38-year-old than a 23-year-old. <laughs> a 23-year-old, sorry, ain't gonna happen. But their personalities really portray, like, they're portrayed very well. You could tell they're 23-year-olds, and you could tell that he's a broody 38-year-old. He's an well, adult. He, he's a full-blown adult adult. He's a full, yes, with hundreds and hundreds of years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> so um i forgot what i was gonna say because all i could fucking picture is him well her my f- <laughs> i didn't love those bits as much as i loved the voyeurism bits oh i so, do like those so the first where sunny and or sunday they call her sunny a lot too so I'll sunshine sunny sunday sun, any yeah. version of sun yes yeah thrown out there but where uh sunday and noah go first is to this sex club Mm -hmm. um and it has like private rooms that you can quote unquote rent but it's run by a succubus so all she cares about is that you're fucking on her property because she gets the high so (laughs) she doesn't really charge people money money and it's like the room of requirement right it's like the harry potter room of requirement because it morphs to what you need yeah, it to be. Whatever you want. Yep. And so it like picked up on she has a like exhibitionism streak. And so it made a glass, like a frosted glass window in the room that mm-hmm. people can watch what's going on from the other side. And so every time they go there, there's a guy that watches and, you know, helps himself to himself. And mm-hmm. it's obviously Caleb. Like, we all fucking we all know, know it's it Caleb. Is. We know from the beginning it's fucking Caleb. One. As soon as I heard there was someone behind the glass, I was like, oh, that's Caleb. I was like, did you mean Caleb? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's Caleb. Because none of the other guys would just watch, right? No, they wouldn't. No, they would be upset and, like, go do their own thing. Or they'd mm-hmm. storm in and have a fight. Who knows? But they wouldn't, like, Alec and, and Kingston wouldn't just watch. But he's no. he's pretending he's not completely infatuated with her. He's trying to be, like, he's yeah. got some weird role to do and some mission and whatever. And we're not sure what any of that shit is. No. But he's pretending, like, that he's just here to protect her and not get attached. But he's, he's- very much attached, so. He's the only one that's not jealous and – well, I mean, I guess he sort of is, but he doesn't – I feel like it's more on himself than he is. Like, he's not competing with the other guys. No. He's trying to just rein it in from his, mm-hmm. his own perspective because he doesn't think he has – I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, those are the scenes I really like because I love that. That's my thing that I've developed through these books is, like, the little bit of the voyeurism, yes. the little bit of the exhibitionism where Absolutely. I'm just like – not a hundred percent, but definitely like not this much. This is a lot because it's especially like we said, it's her first time. One of them yes. getting getting all of that and having somebody watch that, and then every time they go back, he's watching. Mm-hmm. And then there's one scene. There's a special night where she shows up before Noah, and they're supposed to meet there. And she goes into the room and realizes she can just play with herself and have a fan- full-blown fantasy herself. Mm-hmm. And so she immediately falls into this fantasy that she's 
that with Caleb. the guy behind the wall is Caleb yeah. and he's talking to her and it is like it like that's real but somehow she's also she might be slightly drugged up on ecstasy yeah there was a there was a pill involved <laughs> there was a little bit of drugs yes and uh so she's all like touch me Caleb and he's all like okay and talks to her through the mm-hmm. whole thing and like they you know basically self-pleasure and it's a fucking delicious scene that is a really really good scene i do love that voyeuristic aspect of having and the exhibitionist aspect of having that those are really sexy scenes that one in particular is i think a little bit more i was really nervous when she was losing her virginity i think that the actual intercourse on that because i always am when it comes to virgins because i just i I remember mine and i didn't like it wasn't nice so i mean it wasn't it wasn't mean but it wasn't pleasant you know what i mean yeah yeah you know what i mean i know what you mean (laughs) i think most people know what i mean it was like oh well is that what we're gonna do i'm okay (laughs) yeah no it was painful and embarrassing there was no sex involved i had sex but but also it was young and like so yeah he didn't know what he was doing and i didn't know you know it's just a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing so there's that that's true but because like sunday has she gets to have sex for the first time with somebody who has had experience yeah so at least she's good there and he takes good care of her and yeah he seems to do a good job of it but i mean and he's trying to hold back even and she's like Mm -hmm. more now and he's like i'm making sure you're ready first hold on she's like i don't (laughs) give a fuck (laughs) just slam home Mm -hmm. i mean then they talk about like the popping of her hymen and that just yeah sent a little bit of a cringe up my back oh 100 <laughs> because i was like oh yeah hymen that thing uh, yeah that thing yeah that's not that thing was not cool <laughs> right i forgot that wasn't a cool thing and then there was just blood like everywhere and you're like okay yeah well and yeah oh and with two vampires because noah's a vampire and caleb's a vampire mm-hmm. so to have that was there's that extra like risk mm-hmm. of having those intimate scenes with somebody and being bloody at the same time mm-hmm. well i was gonna say she's not human she is aware she is a wolf but she's a latent wolf so it's not like she really knows how to use her wolf against them if they if she ever needed to but anyway yeah i love the scenes i love the scenes where it was him behind him and oh the description of him jacking off to it at the end yeah to to the scene so we get the scene at the very end she agrees to get the mate mark from noah Mm -hmm. which will like solidify their mating and make it obvious you know evident to the whole world that they're mates mm-hmm. and they do it in the club again and he comes to watch and so first we get the scene from their you know their perspective them doing it and watching seeing the guy show up and, and see them through the window and you know f- fulfilling the whole process whatever you know the steps to make mm-hmm. the full official mate mark and then right after it, we get the scene from Caleb's perspective as he walks in and watches it happen yep. and jerks off to it. And those are, I don't know, masturbation scenes are like They're fucking just so hot as hell. Good. Yeah, that one. And we got we got a lot from Caleb because that's what he, what he did and that's how he gets off. But we also got a shower masturbation scene from uh, Noah as well. It wasn't as detailed, but obviously. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. as steamy, but it was still no. hot. Like it was Well, it like, was so quick because it was, it was they, quick. he had been prepared to fuck her. Like in their in her her dorm room, and then he realized he couldn't control himself, so he ran away. But they had enough of a link to have a mental connection. Yeah. So once he left, she still was finishing off herself. She's like, "Fine, I'll just masturbate. Yep. That's cool." And he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> I can <laughs> like witness this and feel it." So he he jumped in the, shower, in the shower and did it too. And mm-hmm. so it was a weird tandem masturbation linked mental image. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> It was weird. It it wasn't anything that we've had before, but it was fun. And it was, it was. There's just, I mean, this book is just full. It's chock full of sex and also just like tense, sexy like scenes from the very beginning to the very end. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about like the narrators? Did that thing deter you from? feeling it like was it less sexy i don't know what's going on with noah's voice but i'm (laughs) not a fan oh no i didn't like noah's either sorry whoever you are i I don't i can't call anyone out because we don't know who read who but (laughs) noah was was upsetting it was 
Not it, good. It was so <laughs> it was too intense for one and something was wrong with the accent, right? Right. What was like I don't think it was the narrator's native accent. I think I it was a false accent, right. but I couldn't nail like it wasn't it wasn't well done. <laughs> yeah, it was almost kind of like a mixture of maybe two accents. A little bit Scottish and English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Like, and it wasn't like even like Cockney or anything where it was like the way other side of English. But there was something wrong with it. Noah's definitely was not my favorite. And it was too soft a voice. Was it too soft? So for me, I was like, holy shit, do I have to fucking slow this one down? Because I felt like he spoke too fast. I do think, it, yes, he did speak right? too fast. Because, yeah, I, I also was like, I refused to slow it down. So I was just like, well, fuck it. I won't know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, he spoke too fast. But also, like, when I say soft, I mean in... Do you mean volume-wise or? No, in like deep, like I like deep masculine voice, like man oh, voices, right? I see what you're saying. And it was a little too soft. I don't oh, want to say it? feminine, but. No, I see what you're saying. It you was know. a voice of, of a potential prissy 23-year-old male. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really it fit prissy, who he but... was supposed to yeah. be, I think. But it yeah. did make, that was part of why I don't think I like Noah as much. Oh, okay. Because I just was like, no. Yeah. Whereas I Alec was like real fun but he had a really deep voice yeah and playful his was deep and playful yeah and like lightly accented but not crazy like right. you know not intense yeah mm -hmm. like a little bit of an accent and kingston, and kingston sounded just like us but he was serious growly serious yeah yeah and caleb was my favorite well yeah his accent was done well that irish it was, bro oh, oh and the way he said feckin oh feckin and i was like Yes, please. What? Yeah. What? Where do you want me to go? I'll kneel How can right we... here. You want me to go where and do what? Yeah, I will obey, even though I don't like it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I, I think I made a note. I did. I made a note that I think he is second to Aiden Snow for me. Yeah, we, did we just don't know which one he is. No, I don't. I don't know who did Caleb. Which is this? We're going to look it up. Yeah, we're going to have to because it's fucking hot. It's really hot. And yeah. yeah. Just Noah's was not my favorite. And, and that added to all the other things that I just didn't love about Noah. I think so. I think you're right. I'm 100% there too. That, yeah. That's why he's not my favorite. So of all of them, I was like, you're picking like the lamest one to date first, but whatever. <laughs> well, even the fates, I guess, decided like agree with us because they broke a seal. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. which if you guys want to understand that part of it, you're just going to have to read it just fucking read the book we're here for the sex we're here for that yes yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it's it's hot it is hot so hot. it's very good i love okay. the tension through this <laughs> all right well speaking of voyeurism and exhibitionism you have a fun fuck fact yep all right so i have an article for you guys it's on cosmopolitan.com it's called here's your everything to know guide on voyeurism by taylor andrews and it was published january 17th 2020 basically is voyeurism is getting sexual excitement from watching others when they are naked or engaging in sex acts now the key to all of this and always the key consensual yes <laughs> safe and legal and consensual right? otherwise that's peeping and it's illegal don't do that and bad okay it's bad but as long as it's consensual cool cool beans and like you know at the club that they went to that was the point like the window was made mm -hmm. for that and they ex they went into the room knowing that and making that choice that they could be watched and that could turn her on more to know that so and then that's the voyeur, but that makes her a little bit of an exhibitionist because yes. that's the other, that's the flip side of the coin. So like Caleb in the scenes are is the voyeur because he enjoys going and watching her fuck Noah. Well, I don't know if he loves it, but <laughs> he likes seeing her. <laughs> yeah. He wants to see her. He doesn't care about him. And then she's got the exhibitionist streak because she likes being watched, mm -hmm. right? Which I find so. really interesting for a virgin, for someone who hasn't had the full experience, but has yeah. that excitement or interest to in To be showing. 23. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's a bit young and inexperienced to have that already. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I already want this. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't come into that idea until like much later. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was in my late 30s before I was even exploring, just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so sorry. What did, what, so what's this, uh, the, the, article say anything else about it i mean it says a lot i just <laughs> feel like people should read the article when i post it just read it um you know so there's 
watch so in a way like watching porn is voyeuristic right Mm -hmm. because you're watching another couple have sex or sexual acts right but it also like one of the most common things is watching your partner masturbate Mm, okay and you know having both partners know obviously that that's happening turns them both on in different ways yeah that that's one of the easier ones to do still requires just the two of you you don't have to like go to sex (laughs) clubs or do anything out bring in a third party yeah (laughs) exactly nothing like extravagant Mm -hmm. because it can just be as simple as like watching each other masturbate and and kind of getting that added tinge Mm -hmm. of like sex or you know excitement Mm because it's a little bit different and getting to see them make themselves yeah like because you know you're going to learn a lot too doing that right you're going to learn where the spots are that really get somebody going so Mm -hmm. and that's a nice and healthy consensual way to do it (laughs) watch your partner shower or bathe or bring in another person to watch you and your partner have sex now that's another step yes right absolutely Also, I guess you could do the whole uh, tape thing. You could make a sex tape and show it to people. You could. There's lots of couples on the different porn sites that have sex on animated or not live, animated uh, live cams. Amateur, yeah, amateur, um, and keep their faces hidden. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So those are all like those are the main ways. I like the the ones especially that I like in the books we read mm-hmm. are the ones where. There's the potential for it without it being, like, obvious. So, in particular, I can't remember the books now, but the scene in the high-rise, like, apartment building up against the glass where someone might look up and see that. Yeah. Maybe not, right? Yes. So, you're kind of, like, on display without being, like, on display. Yes. You're fucking up against the window in front of yeah the city or whatever, but you're still high up. You're high up. It's not like at like right. street level yeah. where people are walking by. <laughs> it's not, it's like not like next. You're not the mannequin forcing, the like forcing it on people who yeah. don't want to be seeing it. <laughs> yeah. But there's just this small chance, and even if they see, it'll probably be mostly like outlines, mm-hmm. right? It'll be mostly like shadow and light yeah. versus detail, but it's still a little bit hot. I like that's the kind of yeah. shit that I'm like. I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could fuck at the top of a high-rise apartment building up against glass. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyway. So, yeah. Uh, we'll share that article because it's sexy and hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in the book and we liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great. Great, great, great. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, we should rate it. I'm giving this a 10. I fucking love <laughs> this book. Absolutely. <laughs> I think... I, I think there were some parts of the book where it was just like a little bit more daring, like the the dark scenes with Caleb, you know, and uh, the voyeuristic parts of it or when he was a little bit too dominant and too demanding and stuff. But then I remember this is Kim Lorraine. <laughs> right. And we haven't uh, like we've never read it's, Meg Ann. We haven't read her, but we and it's been a long time since we've read a Kim book. It has been a long time. But the, um, but the, the last one we oof, read was really. That one was dark. But it was really sure. good. And actually, we talked about consent in that one, too. Oh, she writes consent very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the Dark Stranger or something. What was it? Waking the Watcher. It was not Dark Stranger. It was Waking the Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where I got Dark Stranger from. <laughs> that is one of um, our books, is it, I think. Is it really? Oh, that's so funny. I think that was the Danica. No, Danica, not Dark Danica Dark. The other, uh, the other Danica. Danica oh, was the anyway. character. That's right. Danica was the character in the Familiar Stranger. Familiar Stranger, Which, not oh, Dark Stranger. That one was good too. Okay, <laughs> it was a good book, but it wasn't Waking the Watcher. It was not. And that's Kim's Though book. Though we. We did read them four books apart, so relatively Oh my quickly. god, that's so funny. I'm, I'm having just these flashbacks in the back of my brain, and I'm that's hilarious. But yeah, so like the dark parts of this book were intense, and they weren't, you know, like they weren't scary. They were, they were good, but that's a tribute to how Kim writes, and I love how she portrays those in her storytelling and stuff. So yeah, I'm absolutely giving this a 10. I do. I absolutely agree. We get enough of kind of a plot arc mm-hmm. to make it like there's a story here something's happening there's a purpose right but it's not all like the book is still heavily focused on the relationship of these characters and the the stuff that they're doing we get a couple of not my like a couple of sillier scenes about you know like classes or like learning stuff and it's just like okay that's funny but i really enjoyed it and you are you're like turned on from get-go like she is 
it starts out sexy and you're just like, oh my God. It I is crazy. It's going to kill me. <laughs> it is yes, nine it hours is of so sex. And it's <laughs> Without being crazy. Like, this, right, right. But it's good. There it's are well some books done. Where like, we've read where we've got the blue balls, the lady blue balls, and that, like, you get it and that's it. Like, and we're unsatisfied. Or there was, like, one we read, we didn't do for the podcast, we stopped reading it, but where oh. it was literally just it was sex. Raw. And, like, eventually I was like, like, I don't, I'm bored. But there was enough of, like, <laughs> so you need tension. Ew. You need both. You can't just have sex scenes that are full sex scenes. You have to have, mm-hmm. like, that need builds. And that, like, rejection or, like, you know, yeah. yes, no, the push-pull of the characters. Like, she keeps messing with Caleb. I don't think at first she understands that he's also kind of into her. But she's like, I don't know why I'm having this weird mm-hmm. priest fetish thing happening. And so she starts just, like, fucking with him and, like, saying, yes. like, what, daddy, you want to spank me? <laughs> just, and then he does. Oh, my God. Yeah. He totally does. It's just does. really cute. Oh, he makes her take her – He wear, she wears a skirt – and then he bends her over his knee, and it's just her ass and her pussy that's hanging up and out. And he spanks. Oh my god, that's so good. I that was probably my favorite scene. I know it was hard because it's like a person of power because <laughs> he's the teacher ish, right? So <laughs> oh yeah, he's like yeah, spanking her. He has with authority. No yeah, that's it. Authority. That's the word I was like. But for. obviously, I mean, it was consensually done. It wasn't. Yeah. She wanted it done. She was like, I also love because she came to that session. Didn't she masturbate before going to that session? I can't remember. I think so. And so he was like, you're late. And she's like, "Uh, I got lost. And he's like, in your panties? Oh, yes. I think you're right. Because he smelled her hand. And and she was like... Yeah, yeah. So she's already would have been like sensitive, mm-hmm. and then he just starts. Smacking he just it. starts smack. I've never. But been then he does the soft like rub that. thing, which if you're actually like paddling oh, somebody I, for yeah, disciplinary purposes, you don't rub the wound you after. Don't. You don't like. You do not. You don't soothe the burn. <laughs> you hit it again and make it hurt even more. No, he actually made it feel a little bit better. I'm going to ask Dan to do that to me. You're like, spank me, daddy. I'm going to like, <laughs> but I want to get, I've never been smacked like on the back of, you know, like on my cheek, but not, not on my like vagina. My yes, 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 yes. <sighs> it's good. This I have is good. Oh, you have? And do you, is it? Is it <laughs> I like being smacked on my ass more, oh, me, honestly. Me too. Oh, well, yeah. On the other th- the other time, I'm just like, hmm. okay. And I, you kind of jump and you're just like, all right. Um, <laughs> well, I don't I know. I don't know it. how to think about this. <laughs> like, it wasn't awful, but it also was like, mm, I don't know if it's great. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't decide. Okay. So I was up in the air about that one. But I was all like, right. yeah, you can go back to hitting my ass. That's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Sorry. Sidetracked. We keep getting excited. I, I also do. give it a 10. I don't know if we've gotten to that part yeah. yet. <laughs> But I I agree. I think this book is just, it is real good. So Mm -hmm. steamy and sexy and uh, fun. Fun characters, fun. I didn't have a problem with really anybody. Like, you know, the pieces that you're not supposed to like about them, you don't. Sure. You know, not everyone's perfect. Yeah. And that's fine. I think the right person died in this book. (laughs) Because Callie was (laughs) fucking horrible. Callie got decapitated. Um, She definitely didn't seem to be good. Mm -hmm. Uh I mean, some of, I guess the only criticism I will give it is a couple of those pieces. So like the plot pieces seemed a little disjointed. So like that first scene in the club where the guy fake looks like Kingston and stabs her just kind of came out of nowhere. And then Mm -hmm. the kidnapping, which was foiled relatively easily. And then the bomb plot at the ball. And I was just like... This is a lot of inter, like, and, like, they always just kind of, like, moved on. And I was like, why aren't the adult adults interested in this? (laughs) Right. What is the school administration doing? Uh, Not a lot. Nothing, apparently. Their big concern is hooking these kids up. (laughs) Is hooking the kids up. And be like, the two of you are dating, but we're going to make you go to the ball with you. Yeah, they're and really And then he's against... got to go to the ball with her. They like the different water fountains here, guys. That's probably... <laughs> I mean, like, they're like, you have to stick with your own kind type of deal, almost. Yeah. Like, 
And I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Whatever happened to the integration and the the commingling of species or whatever they are? I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. I think Armageddon's what happens because yeah, it's true. <laughs> this shit seems to be heading for <laughs> apocalyptic a, end times. A, a bigger issue happening here, guys. <laughs> oh, that's great. Right. Awesome. Bottom line: read the book. Yeah, yeah. Read it. Read it. Read it. Okay, guys, so for our next book, we are going to read Big Bad Wolf by Suleika Snyder. I am assuming that's how we say her name. Suleika? Suleika? I apologize. Is that part of a series? Yeah, it is. Third Shift is the series. This is book one of the Third Shift. I don't know what that means. Okay. But it is uh, one of our books for Asian Pacific Islander History Month, AAPI. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, Sulika is, I think, Indian Asian, like uh, subcontinent. Okay. Asian. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, that should be exciting. And it's a relatively new book, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. I like the cover. It's super steamy. I mean, it's not just steamy. It's, uh, I don't know. It's good. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I seen think- it yet. I think it's a little bit more like it's going to be a little bit more contemporarily. I mean, it's definitely still about a wolf shifter, but it's going to be like mobsters and uh, like kind of set in our world just with shifters versus like some of the last couple of books mm-hmm. we've read are like completely in, like this whole world. I don't even know if it's tangential to human world. <laughs> like, mm, right. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. the one we just read. So it's but anyway. Not. <laughs> Right. So eh, it's exciting. Let's yeah. let's read that. Big Bad Wolf. Yeah, join us for that. And in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can reach us on social media at Sturdy Books on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or you can email us directly at sturdybooks at gmail.com. And in all of those places, it is sh with three H's. And you can visit us on our website at sturdybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. If you guys can go there, rate, review, subscribe, that'd be amazing. And like Kalina said, we'd love to hear from you all. Thanks, Jim Townsend, for the music. And with that, we'll say goodnight. This is Saylette. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylette. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.